Hello and welcome to the One More Mile Tipcast, episode 139. How much protein do endurance athletes need? Hey folks, in a recent uh, Facebook exchange uh, with a friend of mine, a former guest, Jeff Rothschild, there was a discussion about a new paper regarding protein intake in endurance athletes, and, and Jeff actually wrote about this on his blog. Uh, but I'm going to talk about it briefly here because this gets back to this idea that, well, hey, I'm an endurance athlete, and so I'm training X amount. How, how, how much protein do I need? Or, or should I be eating a high-protein diet? Or I've heard that I don't need hardly any protein. The fact is, is that as you train more in general, it doesn't matter if you're a resistance training athlete, track and field, runner, cyclist, as you train more, you need more protein, okay? And uh, most of the research, if we just look at general research consensus at this point, says about 1.5 grams per kilogram of body weight per day, all right? So for the typical, say, 150-pound person, um, that's roughly about 65 kilos, you need about 1.5 grams per day. That's about 100 grams of protein. Now, if we look at the actual training needs or if we look at protein intake versus how much actual protein you're using, uh, then we get a number that can be considerably higher. And so Je- Jeff had been talking about this on his blog, Eats Sleep Fit. Uh, and you can find Jeff online very easily there. But he, he was talking about how they did this study in, in looking at what they consider the protein breakpoint. And that breakpoint actually occurred at 2.1 grams per kilogram per day. What that means is that, uh, yeah, protein intake for endurance athletes could be as high as 2 grams or more per day. And so you might be thinking, oh my God, you know, I'm, I'm not eating enough protein. I'm really not going to get um, the benefits that I need. But the reality is, is that uh, nutrition's a little bit more complicated than that. And so when we actually break down the research and we find what athletes really need based on their training, we come back to this carbohydrate issue. And so if you're training a lot of hours, particularly at high intensity, you're going to need more carbohydrates. Okay, well, if you eat a ton of protein and you eat a ton of carbohydrate and you're getting some fat in there, you might actually be eating too many calories. All right, all right. And, and, and so you need to think about what your specific uh, training needs are. But let's say it's the off-season. You're not doing a ton of high-intensity training. You're really trying to put in some volume. You're trying to lose body fat. Then that higher protein intake probably makes sense. It might actually be beneficial uh, because the the research does show that if you're in a caloric deficit, meaning you're not eating enough calories, if you're eating a high protein diet, you can actually preserve muscle mass. So again, even as an endurance athlete, you want to make sure you're not breaking down too much muscle. But if you're training in a really high stress period or you're racing, you're gonna need more carbohydrate and you're probably gonna fall back into that 1.5 grams per kilogram per day. If in practice you're you're wondering how do you do all this, well, you eat, all right? And, and so I often find that once you nail down your nutrition and you're getting enough carbohydrate and you're eating a fair amount of protein, if you actually do the nutritional analysis, most people break out pretty well. 
Uh, so my take-home tip really here is when you're thinking about nutrition and what your needs are, you really have to look at the training and racing demands that you're under. But as your carbohydrate intake goes up, your protein intake probably goes down a little bit, but it's never going to be low. All right, you're you're always going to be probably you know probably right around that 1.5 grams per kilogram per day. Hey folks, that is it for Tipcast 139 of the One More Mile Tipcast. Be on the lookout for our next block of Tipcast where I am going to dive back into high intensity interval training because I've been very fortunate, got a review copy of the new Larson and Buchheit. high intensity interval training textbook. Yes, they wrote a textbook on interval training. Uh, and I've been reading through it because I'm, I'm going to be applying this to a future course that I'm going to be doing uh, probably in a few years, but I'm working on it. But I'm going to be breaking down the textbook. There has been some stuff written about it already. I want to really try to boil down some of the biggest tips in that book for when you're trying to set up your own interval training because the reality is is the science has come so far in this area in the last 10 years that we can actually give you some real science on how to set up your training program with intervals but until that next tip cast folks remember always go one more mile later I had a notion. I started floating but was grounded for I could.